a No Direction Network production. Brought to you by Roll20.net. Played on the Roll20 virtual tabletop using their officially licensed War for the Crown Adventure Path digital conversion. With thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash no direction. This is Adventurous. Last we left our intrepid adventurers, they had just saved Junior Senator Amadorian Dow from the wrath of Senator Trance's young daughter, Malphine, who was attempting to coax him to vote in a way her father would approve of. Amadorian Dow is still suffering the effects of Karok's charm person spell and basically refuses to leave the Pathwork's side for the remaining duration of the spell. We are going to skip down to Glenville mm-hmm. in the Senate chambers where he has been attempting to uh, influence Baron Nicholas O'Kara. I believe you need to know exactly how he is voting in the upcoming Senate vote on primogeniture. Oh, that was entirely different than I thought I was doing. I, was, I thought I was supposed to remind him about his debt to uh, our sponsor. Ah, yes. You're trying to make sure that his vote is going to reflect the uh, the debt he owes. Okay. No, 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 no Baron. This, uh, this, this upcoming election seems to have everybody quite in a bit of a tizzy, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. People do enjoy their tizzies here in, in Opara. <gasps> <laughs> oh, indeed. I, I can't remember the last time I've enjoyed a tizzy quite as good as this one. Oh. <laughs> Now then, uh, do you have any uh, strong opinions on this, this primogeniture business at all? I'm, I'm torn on it, man. It's, I mean, it seems like a damn shame to, to throw away half the population just by circumstance of birth. And my God, if Eutropia isn't a, a masterful, masterful politician, she's, She's done so much more for the the common folk of our, our good nation than just about anybody I can recall in living memory, but I mean at the same time we're a, a nation built on tradition. We're we're built on laws, laws were, that were laid down for a reason by by men who carved out an empire from a hostile wilderness. Indeed, they did much carving back then, much much more than than we have to do now. And I, I, I understand the, the needs of tradition, I really do. Though, of course, my own family right now is in quite a, quite a bit of a spot with, a, with our own issues of secession since the death of my poor nephew. This means my nieces... Uh, this, if, if this were to go through, then it would mean my niece would become the heiress. And so that's, I've got very complicated feelings on this issue myself. Mm, mm. Seems like a bit of a pickle you're in. Right, 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 right. Which is, uh, which is, uh, which is why I've, I'm quite, uh, 
quite interested in, in how things were going. And, you know, my my upcoming, uh, my, my recent sponsor here has uh, sort of helped me uh, rethink things, indeed. Uh, my, my, my moves going forward will, will have to reflect the, the interest of both my families and the nation and, of course, and of course, those of uh, those I care about the most, and then of course you, you, you yourself, you've you've uh, you've had some dealings here recently with uh, with my sponsor, I believe. Oh, 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 yes, Bartleby's little sister. <laughs> she's she's been quite the assist lately. Oh, remarkable in helping me get the the specialists my daughters needed. Oh yes, she she seems to have been very I... handy and, and and helped out quite a few many people. I'm I'm afraid I'm probably going to owe her quite a bit. And as a as a, as a man of honor, it's important that I follow through on the debts I owe. Don't you believe so, Baron? Hmm. Give me a diplomacy check here. Okay. Or an intimidate check if that's what you're shooting for. No, I'm trying to appeal to his better part of valor and honor, so this is definitely a diplomacy thing. Though I'm equally good at either. A 19. Hmm. There's not much love lost between Bartleby and his sister. He'd have my head if he knew I was even in contact with her. Ugh. A man's got to be loyal to his sovereign, but... But a man's got to be loyal to his people, too. Ugh. I, I hate thi- this... I think that we've all been... putting our loyalty to our people in the background for far too long. Mmm. Mmm. As much as I hate to admit it, there's a good point. Perhaps, perhaps what Taldor does need is a, a breath of modernity. It seems to be doing some of our, some of our old colonies well. Indeed, indeed, and I and I'm sure that this is a a decision that you'll you'll wake up with a much more clearer conscience with the brighter future of Taldor ahead of us. Mm. Fair enough, you know. Strike me as the Lady Lothied's normal uh, asset, if you will. Oh well, I uh, hope that I never tr- strike anybody as anybody's normal or usual anything. <laughs> well put. Well, anyway, Baron, I have appreciated this conversation, and if there's ever anything I can do for you or your family, please let me know. Very well. If you if you ever make it out to Merritt County, look me up. I'll I'll bring some uh, wine from the vineyards. Should I head that way? Well, lovely, mm-hmm. excellent chatting with you, sir. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the festivities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walk away, giving a quiet whisper into my badge. To uh, mission accomplished. All right, that wraps up the last of your missions, I believe. With that, as Glanville heads out you see musicians start to stream into the senate followed by hulking olfen guards the musicians start playing the emperor's ballad Mm. and grand prince 
Stavian the Third sort of slinks in with a few of his advisors and just makes a beeline straight through the audience, goes to his private chambers, and seals the door behind him. That's it's unusual. Hmm. Is it? It's very unusual. The Emperor's supposed to spend, like, a good half hour glad-handing people and making a public scene and all of that. He looked pretty pissed off. Indeed, indeed. And half the, uh, the senators and nobles in attendance here are going to think that that was a slight against uh, common decency. Not to mention his daughter. Well, indeed, indeed. Though half of them don't mind too many slights against his daughter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, as as people start to calm down from this this weird, like rush through, uh, eventually the the servants find their feet again and and begin bringing out a light supper, above and beyond the uh, the snacks that have been provided. So you've got oh, what do we have? Fruits and cheeses, variety of baked goods. There's jubilee pie, of course. Several, several roast fowl, much richer wine to aid the digestion. Uh, a lot of people sort of retire for a few minutes to to enjoy the food and have much quieter personal small talk with friends. Is there anything anybody would like to do as this continues? How good are the baked goods? <laughs> the baked goods are excellent. I, I probably should uh, see to, to why one of my companions was running through screaming earlier. Wait. <laughs> you do notice as you're walking around, there's a large gathered table of some of the oldest and most powerful senators. They bring out a magnum of wine, like pass it around appreciatively, and then have a servant come over and pop the cork, and they pour it, and... Give it a sniff appreciatively, and then take drinks and. <laughs> ah, 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 what is Bartleby doing? Oh, this is disgusting. Smile and have some more cheese. <laughs> I'd like to find a table with some of the nobles that I had chatted with earlier, and hope that they wave me over for a seat. Uh, there, there are a couple of them waving you over with g- gigantic grins on their faces. You see, you see one of them lean over to his friend. You've got to meet her. She is a delight. <laughs> I uh, head over to their table, sit down, and apologize for my disheveled look. Sorry, guys. I had to, I had to answer my God's call, and <laughs> man, I got popped in the face real hard. <laughs> Yeah, you've just got a swollen lip now. Mm. Like, dear, I think you're using the restroom wrong. Mm. We've all had to answer the gods' call every now and then, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, you're making a bathroom joke. I get it now, thank you. (laughs) Good. It wasn't... No, I I had to tackle a lady because she was touching my friend. It's okay. (laughs) I do. You know what? Sure. <laughs> I I think we've all been there. <laughs> Though I noticed that Vincenza is is quite not in 
presentable fashion at the moment? Uh, y- yes, there's there's bits of flavorful appetizer goose mirrored on her her nice clothes and okay. yeah. Then I want to definitely walk up to her uh, and, and pop, stain. as long as she's amenable, apologize and say, let me let me clean you up there for a second and just start prestidigitating clean all over her and getting her garments magically back into shape. Whoa! I love it. <laughs> there's some polite applause from the table. Hmm. Well, we, we must always uh, maintain decorum there, and uh, I apologize that uh, you've uh, had to experience such unpleasantness. No, uh, I did not mean to interrupt your social nonsense. No, everybody, this is my friend. I was hanging out with him earlier. He's so smart and wise. Oh, Join oh, our table. Oh, of course, of course. Thank you, thank you. Oh, no, you, though, you, you seem to be the, uh, the, the, the apple of the party lately. Apple, Apple of the party. I'm here for it. <laughs> no, everyone join. Where, where is everybody else? What's everybody doing? What Everyone's is everybody doing? Yeah. I'm just quietly enjoying the dinner. It's very nice. I definitely need to talk to Lily about something, but I'm a little worried about leaving Senator Dow by himself. Oh, but he's with me. <laughs> okay. He's sticking by his buddy Karak. Well, right, by then. now, the charm person effect is worn off, so you're going to have to be genuinely likable. Oh, I am genuinely likable. I, he's my new friend. Like, uh, you know, I'm not going to judge just because we started off with a charm person. <laughs> he might, though. He doesn't know. Mm. He doesn't know. <laughs> he's like, I, I really appreciate you getting me out of that, but... Don't ever do that to me again. I was just trying to keep you away from her. She seemed kind of... She seemed to have, you know, bad motives. Yeah, I think if anything, Malphine's gotten a lot scarier in the last six months. She seemed pretty frightening, and she was, you know, willing to get physical, which was a bit, you know, scary. (laughs) Old habits. I mean, this this is a fancy party. You can't go tackling people or pushing them around. (laughs) <laughs> Upturning trays of champagne. Yeah, you know, like, come on. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, seriously, I I, I was um, honest when I said that I would have your back. If she tries anything again, you can come find me and my friends and we'll, you know, keep her or her thugs from doing anything to you. Oh, well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, not a lot of folk will go out for you like that. Especially, especially out here on Senator Sit or Senatorial Hill. Uh, well, you know, I'm not you. quite like a lot of people here, so yeah. yeah. You do, no offense, stand out a little bit. Uh, so I've been told. It's the haircut. <laughs> oh, I thought it might also have something to do with the handsomeness that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> I, I, I don't recall that. No, okay. <laughs> Just pretend that didn't happen. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> I'm going to get out a little black binder and write Malphine Trant in it. Are you starting an Put enemies away. folder? <laughs> oh, no. I don't have enemies. Just corpses. Oh. <laughs> What's your alignment? Uh, cat neutral. <laughs> Every GM's favorite alignment. Uh, yay. <laughs> so I find Lily? If I can. Okay. Lily, are you okay? Um, 
a little rattled. I don't much like confrontation, but the dinner sure is nice. Yes, yes, the confrontation, but you, uh, your dress, you have completely changed your outfit, and now you are wearing, like, last season's clothes. Oh, yes, it's true. I clumsily spilled some wine on myself, but luckily the servants were very thoughtful. They brought me a new dress. They brought you that dress? They were not that thoughtful. But they were trying. Well, if you call that trying. Not everyone can live in excess, excess. Ah, I see what you did there. That is nice. That is good. You're fun. It is my name. You use my name in a joke. Is there something I can help you with? Yes. You mentioned to Lady Trent something about a father and abuse? Perhaps. I would like to know more. Oh, just a whisper I heard around the castle. Apparently she grew up in a very abusive household. That is enough. That's basically the extent of what you've heard from servants, that her her father is a disciplinarian and has reacted to anything that really upsets him by taking it out on her, mostly. All right, so what I'd like to do is kind of gather whatever crowd is, you know, probably just been attracted to me walking around and I was curious to know more about me and just start telling a story. But I want the story to kind of be like a moral tale about loving your family and the villain of the tale will be an abuser. And just kind of get the tone of the party to be like, people like that are just the worst, right? (laughs) Huh. All right. Uh, Give me a perform check. Yes. (laughs) Give me your most optimized skill. (laughs) Fourteen. All right. Um, Can I use one of Lily's inspirations? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. There's polite applause, but it's it's more like, oh, you tried. <laughs> it's it's so charming when they visit from Kionan and try. Oh. Where's the real entertainment? Oh, the halflings come out juggling. Yeah, I just cover myself in clown makeup then and sit in the corner. Out. Applaud for the halflings. Yes, the halflings are delightful. Wasilka takes a moment to wave at Vincenza. Gives you a thumbs up. Rubs some hands together. Dinner continues. Is there anything else anybody wants to do as far as influencing people or places? Getting to know anybody? We seem to uh, be quite in command of the situation. Alright. Yeah, you've you've made some friends at least. A caller for the Senate makes the announcement that following dinner, the Senate will convene. Guests and aides may watch from the gallery, but only senators are permitted on the floor. Soon. Soon. (laughs) I head up Um, to the gallery with the gang. mm -hmm. Before I head up, I just kind of want to see if I can pick up any rumors about what was up with the Emperor storming around. Go for it. Give me sense motive. That's an okay roll for a total of 17. Nice. There's a few senators who are worried that he's found out they plan on supporting Eutropia and that he's snubbing them, but it seems like he stormed through pretty fast and avoided everybody, so uh, the one thing that does stand out is High Stratagos Pytherius disappeared just a few minutes after Stavian did. Hmm. But he was here at the party since the beginning, right? Oh, yes. You, in fact, eavesdropped on him for a little while. But I thought. Okay. Oh, yeah, what was that rumor High Stratagos said? Uh, Emperor is going to exalt another bodyguard. No, I'm just sorry, reading over my notes. What are the servants wearing? 
Is it similar to this dress? <laughs> similar to... No, no, it's... Oh. The dress you have is fairly nice, but one or two seasons out of date. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna head uh, up to the gallery. I think it's a good time to, to regroup, so I will gather up. Oh, follow two. Get a good seat. It's standing room only up there. This is one of those big historic votes. So, the political ruling body of Taldor spreads out 20 feet below the observation deck of the gallery. Dozens of senators and their immediate aides scurry below. The cacophony of voices is almost deafening, and it sound, or seems like the ceaseless chatter will continue endlessly. Suddenly, a magically amplified voice of the Senate speaker interrupts the noise. Thank you all! I would ask that our observers please be silent and seat themselves. We will now begin voting on amendment or on addendum number 22,087, the repeal of the ancient law of primogeniture, the issuance of inheritance and aristocratic title solely through male heirs. So, everybody starts sort of sitting down, people begin like writing out votes or or conditions that they have, passing them on to their aides who run up front. Tensions seem to be rising. Uh, up front, they're tabulating things by uh, clay chits going into different pots. It seems like maintaining tradition is staying ahead at first, and then it shifts fairly heavily towards repeal. And yeah, by the end of tabulations, repeal wins with 60% of the vote. 128 senators in favor of repeal. Stand up and apply. Yeah, me too. Taldor endures. So the announcer stands up once again. And so, final tally for addendum 22,087, the repeal of primogeniture with 36 abstentions. The final tally stands at 137-4, 79 against. Addendum passes. Among other business tonight, the Senate recognizes Princess Eutropia Stavian as the new heir to the Primogen crown and the first heir the Emperor has seen in 20 years. Clap even harder. Yeah, there's plenty of applause because ever since her little brother died, there has been no official heir to the throne. Has the Emperor come out? No, he is not sitting in the Imperial box for this. Mm. He's somewhere Mm -hmm. backstage. How do the 76 uh, senators that voted against look? They look irritated but resigned. Mm -hmm. So it seems like it seems like a lot of people kind of assumed how things would go tonight. Senator Trant is huffing and puffing and just looks furious. Ooh, where's his daughter relative to him? She's on the opposite side of the gallery. Looks like she's kind of pulling back a little bit from the crowd. I take a note of how close those two end up together. <laughs> she's, yeah, up on the observa- observation gallery like the rest of you. Uh, there's a recess to be declared for people to mill about for a few minutes before the exaltation begins. Hmm. So you have a little bit of time. Uh, Calbio comes and finds Glanville, like, golly, sir, I'm so excited. I could, 
fucking just wet myself! <laughs> oh, let's hold oh the assignment back at least a little bit. We don't want an accident. I can... We can... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't drink nothing at dinner, so I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. Why, you don't need me to make a speech or nothing. Wise choice, wise choice. In fact, in fact, I, I, I believe I have some missives here for you. Uh, missives. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's great. As I understand uh, it, this is uh, from your parents. Mon, pa. Mm -hmm. I oh. hand him over the scrolls. He's like, I, I I, don't think I got time for this. Slides it into his jacket, but thank you so much. Oh, I really course, appreciate of course, that. Of course. You're and a good friend. And, en and enjoy your well-deserved day of celebration. Man, I'm, I'm so dang proud. And and on the same day we get ourselves a, a, a empress-to-be, that is, well, that is something. I yeah. hope I'll get to shake her hand before I leave today. I, I'm sure you will. I'm getting suspicious. I want to leave the area. What? I want to not be around this crowd in case the whole place blows up. I mean, why isn't the Emperor here and everyone that he doesn't like is here? I don't want to no. be here. The Emperor is here along with, like, a bunch of people he likes. He's just back in his office. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a, of a Cersei moment. So... Where is Lady Lothi in all this? Uh, Lady Lothi, do you see off with uh, Princess Eutropia and Gloriana Morella, or Maria Morella, shaking hands and hugging and just, there's tears streaming down their cheeks, delighted by all of this. There's tons of senators and other politicians and aristocrats crowded around them, shaking hands and congratulating them. Is there any last-minute odds or ends that you want to address? I lean over the railing and yell to the princess, congratulations. After a moment, she hears you over the chatter and looks up and waves and says, like, mouths thank you at you. I give her a thumbs up. <laughs> so, give me a perception check as you look around. Calbio has run off at this point to like shake a few more hands and meet people, and then he's got to like get his fancy like exaltation coat on and some jewelry and. Twenty-one. Fourteen. Eighteen. Twenty-two uh, with a lucky roll. Nice. A anybody who did seventeen or better notices that Calbio dropped the letter that he had like tried to stuff into his jacket while he was like excitedly running around. Oh no! Well, I'll pick that up. So at this point, he's a couple of aides take him back to to get changed, and uh, people start sort of gathering in the Senate chamber itself for the exaltation. They're bringing in additional chairs to set up so everybody can watch from from uh, down in the Senate chambers. So the letter's still sealed, right? He just dropped it. Yeah. Hey guys, look! He uh, let this fall. I guess we should find him after the exaltation. Mm -hmm. Indeed. After a few more minutes, start funneling into the Senate chambers. Uh, the the Emperor's Ulfin guard are standing at attention up on top of the speaking platform. Uh, a few more just gathered around the, the front of the chamber. Uh, seems uh, people start settling down and watching and eventually the, the curtains towards the back of the chamber open and 
Emperor Stavian, standing up a little more straight than he was originally, walks out. He's got a bit of a scowl on his face. He's looking around. <clears throat> Makes his way up to the platform. Grand Prince Stavian III ascends to the tall stage that overlooks the hall from its center. He raises a single hand to calm the murmurs of the assembled crowd. A member of the prince's Ulfin guard escorts a thrilled-looking man in noble attire, the soon-to-be-elevated commoner Calbio, to stand several paces behind the prince. Quite the assembly we have here today. I don't think I've ever seen the Senate building packed so full. Especially not for any of my previous speeches. Even my lovely daughter, now a woman, sits among the players of Opara's greatest game. Of course, none of you are here for me. No, today is about something else entirely. Today is about elevation. It is no secret that today is about exalting others to new status in life. <clears throat> ah. Well, I'm sure many of you have had the opportunity to meet Calbio here. He is a man of the people, elevated at the urging of all the ladies, lords, senators, and aides present in this chamber. I think we should all give him a rousing applause to commemorate this momentous change in life. So, whole chamber just erupts into cheers. <laughs> um, at this point, give me some sense motive checks. I'm so paranoid right now. I'm amazingly paranoid. What's to be paranoid about? 11. The Grand Prince is giving a speech about how great it is that Calbio is being exalted. That's a 15. Another 22. Wow. A <laughs> uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> 11. Feel better, yeah, um, 11. Uh, you're not paranoid if you're right. So, <laughs> one of you... 22. Lily, you notice there's several people dressed in nondescript black military coats. Uh, they're not wearing any Talden livery, but they seem to be positioning themselves in front of the major doors. Uh, you don't immediately... They're not wearing anything like identifying who they serve or anything along those lines. So, Vincennes is standing next to me, and I start to elbow her, and then I'm like, wait, that's Vincennes. And then I elbow XS and <laughs> give him a little nod over there. So, yeah. as the applause abates, a hulking Ulfin guard pushes Calvio forward, almost knocking the scrawny man down as he tries to regain his balance beside the Grand Prince. He's grinning ear to ear, just... Looks so excited. The Grand Prince maintains his calm, places a hand on Calbio's shoulder, looks oh out over the crowd, 
I understand your parents sacrificed everything to help you reach this day, my boy. Saving up for your apprenticeship and the tools you needed to achieve greatness. And today, you are a grateful son. No doubt making them proud. I, too, understand what it is to sacrifice. I have given so much for the people of this nation. A brother, a son, a lifetime of service, even my own daughter's loyalty. He pulls Calbio just like right up to himself, or right up to him. But unlike you, Lord Calbio, these Taldons, my children truly, are not grateful. They scheme and plot. They dream of hanging their dutiful father and placing a woman, a woman, sir, on the Lion Throne. And they have seen fit this very day to induct you into their conspiratorial ranks. And that is why here, now, you, Lord Calbio, will be the first among them to die! And with that, he plunges a dagger into Calbio's heart. And the Senate erupts into chaos. Black-garbed men in front of every door pull their coats open, pull out swords, and just start hacking into the crowd. People are screaming, running about. Some spells start misfiring and casting about the room. What do you do as one of these men lays eyes on the five of you and starts marching forward? I told you! I told you! I told you! <laughs> oh my god. Um... Do you want a medal? Yes, you told us. Now do something. <laughs> Sorry, I have a quick Get us question. the hell out of here! <laughs> um, are we still on the gallery or are we on the Senate floor now? You're on the Senate floor. Okay, where all and... this is taking place. Uh, you see Martella leap up and pull some kind of... It looks like a crossbow, but it doesn't have a stock on it. And there's just a thunderous wham as she fires at one of these soldiers and they just fall to the ground. And the you notice the guard you who snuck you in earlier whips out a pair of blades and just leaps into action. Uh, Where are the servants? Servants are running around screaming. Uh, one of them gets cut down by somebody on his way to cut down another senator. Is there something that I could use as an improvised object, like a table leg or something? I got beans. Uh, yeah, you can grab the chair you're sitting on. It's a nice, sturdy, heavy chair. Right. You could use it as a freight club. I grab the chair that I'm sitting on, and the dude who's walking towards us, I want to run up to him and smack him with this chair. All right. Give me a... Uh... I will let you have initiative here. Uh, you hear as you grab your or grab the chair and lift it over your head, the woman who lets you in scream, Lion Blades, to your duty! And several other aides throw off their cloaks and disguises and pull out daggers and knives. Uh, 
you see a crossbow bolt sail through the air and strike the emperor in the chest as he stumbles back looking shocked and horrified. So my chair attack. <laughs> uh, I roll a 16. So you raise the chair over your head, swing it down. He chops up and lops the chair in half without any effort. Oh, reaches overhead. And as he brings the sword down on you, suddenly there is a flash of light and smoke and everything is dark. Uh, have I died? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all of a sudden, the chaos, the smell of blood, the noise, the screams for mercy, the sounds of battle, gone. There's no light. All you can smell is cold, dark earth. Maybe we are dead. I, so I call you hear, out. You hear Karak say that. <laughs> right. Spellcraft, have we been teleported somewhere? Uh, I won't even make you roll. Spellcraft, so, yeah, you were just teleported somewhere. Okay. Uh, we're dark. Reaching up, you feel a little bit of warmth from your Senate aid badge. Hmm. Lady Lowseed. <laughs> so it's too dark to see, right? It is indeed too dark to oh, see. I cast light. <laughs> I should say Kara can see. Yeah, I could see. Uh, Before the light, but that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, Abadar? Yeah, did our gods just save us, or was that Lady Lossied, or um, was it all is, a dream? Uh, is everyone here? Vincenza, here. Kara, here. Xavier, you see? Here. I believe Glanville is still present, yes. Oh, thank goodness. Lily? Where the hell are we? Okay, you're here. <laughs> so, Xavier's light illuminates the room. And you see you're in just a small square room. Plastered walls painted in a nice pattern, but they're cracked and crumbling. Four beds, or four bunk beds, rather. And yeah, try let and... me see if I can remember how to import people into a scene. Come on. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Darkness can confirm. What have I done? You have truly transported us out of space and time. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Looks like we end there. You guys are dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was a short walk. This is not Join how us next week as we try Jade Reedman. <laughs> Tracks. Oh no, that's the music. No, we don't. We don't need music. Oh, oh, oh there's everybody. You did it. And oh, you see? Hey. Yeah. You see just this room? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Thank you, everybody at home, for bearing with me as I figure out how the hell modern techno how the heck modern technology works. <laughs> you can say hell. That was a good save. All right. At the end of this, we're all going to have to teleport to Heck. <laughs> so, you've appeared in a strange room. Xavier's light falls on the walls, casting long shadows. Faded wallpaper and peeling plaster lines what was once a 35-foot by 35-foot room 
with six beds along the western wall, each pristinely made, but now caked in a thick layer of dust. Doors exit one to the north and one to the east. It's so quiet as the weird. grave. I listen against the door to the east. There's no light coming up from under it? Uh, there's no light coming from under it. You don't hear anything on the other side, either. Hmm. All right. I want to tap my badge and see if I can contact our sponsor and see if she's still alive. The Senate Aid badge only lets you respond and send a message to your sponsor after they send a message to you. Oh. It's basically a beeper. Mm. Ancient Can we technology. open these wooden lockers? You can. Let's see. Going through, it's just some very ordinary clothes that are very out of style. Uh, it looks like servants' clothes or workmen's clothes. Are we going to talk about the fact that we just got teleported to a haunted house? Yeah, I would kind of like to talk about that too. But I guess some of us want to poke around. <laughs> Let's make sure we're safe first. We can discuss everything then. Yeah, poking around, you find. I mean, mostly it's just old clothes. You find a grooming kit. You find an old hand mirror. There's a little, like, fold-up travel game in one of them. It looks like a, like a, a, an old checkers set. Um, Can I knowledge history on abandoned forts or abandoned castles, abandoned manors in the area? Sure. And then since it's knowledge, I'll do a free inspiration on it. 27. Wow. You can tell just by looking at it, it looks like all the construction is in the style of the Syracas uh, dynasty, which is about 1,500 years ago. But all the stone looks like the same sort of quarry they used in Taldor. There's no fortress, abandoned fortress in Taldor itself, but... I mean, the Senate building has been burned down or destroyed in natural disasters and rebuilt a dozen times over the nation's history. Everybody knows there's old rooms and secret chambers and things like that that just nobody's seen for generations. Mm. So we're probably still in the building. You're still in the building. You are probably 98% sure you are still somewhere in the Senate building. Okay. So, I have a feeling we're still in the Senate building. I'm 98% sure. You did not find any weapons in those drawers? No, just hairbrushes and mirrors. Weapons of grooming. Yeah, looking around, you can see a weird brass panel with a glass knob on it near the northern door. I'm gonna explore that. Seems to be attached to some sort of spring or cushion because you can push it in, but nothing happens. Gang, I can push this thing, but uh, I don't know. I worry that I'm going to set something off. Hmm. Are these doors locked? Uh, no. Can we open the doors? Of course. Let's just do the obvious thing. I'll open the one next to me. I'm at the uh, north. I'll uh, go up behind Vincenza just in case there's something beyond the door. All right. I'll stand back here in case there's a trap. Is there a light source in this hallway? Uh, there's a little bit of light shining from under this door to the north. Mm. 
Or we could just stay put. Obviously, somebody wanted us to be here because they kept us from dying. But they could be busy not dying themselves. Hey, people were getting murdered up there. We gotta get back up there. Does, More that, yeah. Does anyone find it a little bit concerning that our very emperor decided to murder a man in front of everyone? Yes, yes, yes. especially very concerning. Poor Calvio. And well, with that, you hear, ah! Are you, ah, where'd you all go? You just vanished. Oh, is that coming back from the room we just left? No, it comes from your badges. Oh. Ah. So you did not send us here? You only get one response. Oh. Uh. I guess that was it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Well, do we each get one response? Nope. Mm. Just one oh, response boy. per message. All right. <laughs> and I'm asking, so she didn't send us here. <laughs> After a few moments, you hear back, and stay down! No, several of you just vanished. The the five of you, perhaps a half dozen others. We're in the old servant quarter in the Sanitaire building. And it seems to go quiet then. Hmm. Okay, we we gotta get back up there. Yeah. <laughs> I open the door in front of me. So I... a wooden counter mm -hmm. juts out from the thirty foot by thirty foot room. Uh open Open cabinets of dusty liquor bottles stand behind the bar, while one cabinet remains tightly sealed with a visible lock. Three tables and adjacent chairs fill much of the room. Portraits of posing nobles and historical scenes adorn the walls, all faded with age. Luckily, I keep a pair of thieves' tools in my alchemy bag. Let me just walk over to that lock and see if I can jimmy it open. What luck. You're so diverse. I continue to search around for weapons. That's my main concern right now. Uh, you don't find any weapons in this room, but there are sturdy chair legs and, you know, bottles behind the bar. I kick one of the chairs and grab one of the legs off of it. I will right. also take one of those legs. You've both got clubs. Yeah. All right, I'll take a couple of bottles. You can break one of those to get yourself a dagger, basically. I was hoping to throw it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You could take multiples, you know. One for stabbing, one for throwing. I have a dagger. <laughs> oh. So can we pop this lock? Maybe there's better weapons in there. Or better booze. Pop that lock. Mm -hmm. Uh, give me a di or disable device check. Oh. Is this a take a ten situation? It could be, yes. I, I, will, I will enjoy a free seventeen. This is well beyond your ability to open. And uh, I will enjoy a club. <laughs> poking around, though, uh, there's a couple of bottles of whiskey that are still sealed with wax and don't have, like, weird stuff floating in them like a lot of the whisk or liquor bottles do. Hmm. Uh, there's also a wand tucked behind the bar and, in the same little wooden box, a wooden spoon. Hmm. <laughs> Wave my hand to take magic. Spoon magical? The spoon is magical. Quite How odd. did we know? <laughs> hmm. Might I spend nope. some time concentrating on this spoon to figure out what it is? Or I won't make you roll for it. It's a, it's a sustaining spoon. Ooh. Do you tell the rest of us? Yeah, it's a, I don't know what that does, but it's a sustaining oh, spoon. It's... You put it in a bowl, it creates a flavorless mush. Mm. Or at least normally oh, yeah. they do. This one looks more ornate than normal. 
but it creates enough food to keep a person alive for basically indefinitely. Hmm. That's useful to have now that the Empire is falling apart. Uh, so speaking of, can we go through this door now, gang? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to know what that wand is first. I know we want to help the people, but without weapons, without anything other than a couple of chair legs, we are not helping much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will, okay. Uh, let, me, let me concentrate on this wand and magic, 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 magic. <laughs> uh, it is a wand of create food and drink. Also oh, handy, should we be hungry later. Yes, handy I'm in the long to, term. We just need to I'm survive gonna, the short term. Mm-hmm. I'm going to brew an extract. So I'll have one of my spells in a potion ready to go. All right. It's a it's an extract of shield, because I feel like I might need it. Mm. <laughs> All right, so are you opening this door to the east? I'd like to, yes. <laughs> All right. It's a hallway! Woo! <laughs> Pretty safe bet that you're opening the door at the far end. Yes. Heavy wooden bookshelves line the walls of this opulent bedchamber. Mm-hmm. A posh chair sits in the northwest corner alongside a small circular table. A massive bed and an adjoining table rest along the eastern side of the room. An open bathroom fits into the southwest with a bathtub matching the room's opulence, but adding an ennoble odor. And there is a door uh. to the south. Uh, each of these rooms so far has had one of those brass and glass doodads mounted into the wall by one of the doors. Hmm. Is anybody tampering with one of those? Not yet. Search for weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were just used to call the servants or something. Actually, can I use a knowledge nobility to see if that's the case? To to see if they're used for To see if servants? it's a thing that, yeah that rich people would have? Uh, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's vaguely magical. Uh, mm-hmm. But it doesn't look... It's not some familiar feature among you know, the, the upper classes. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this is clearly a hand lotion dispenser like everybody's got. <laughs> Does it look like something fits in it, like the Senate aid badge? Uh, no, it's, you know... About yay big with a glass marble that big mm. in the center. It's uh, it's a button of some sort. Well, if this is vaguely magical, that's where my specialty comes in. Let me let me spend a moment on this while you all search for anything useful. All right, I'm going to spellcraft it. Spellcraft is. What's your take ten on spellcraft? My take ten on spellcraft is eighteen. 18? Yeah, it's some kind of... It's You can tell it's got some kind of light spell built in, but it seems... Uh, yeah, it, it just seems switch. a little over-finagled. Oh, I see, I see. I poke it. <laughs> you see light back in the room you just left with the bar. So what? this light switch turned on a light in the bar? Yes. Odd. Interesting, interesting. This How's our searching going? Give me perception checks. I'm not even going to tell you what I rolled. 14. <laughs> 14. You find a key sitting on top of the table by the bed. I announce it and hand it to Lily. 
What's everybody I else got? I got a 16. You notice a scroll case hanging from the railing of the bathtub. Ew, I it's... pluck it up and hand it over to Glendale. <laughs> All right, let me let me see what we have here. Lewd images. <laughs> uh, you pull it open. There's no scroll in it, just a crumpled up piece of paper in the bottom. Uh, it says, fourth bed from the north, comforter, backup key. Hmm, interesting. Uh, we should probably go back where we came. It seems that there might yeah. be a key in there. Agreed, or a place to put the key. Was anybody else searching in here? I have a 19. Uh, poking through you find a... You're not sure what. It's like a curved rectangular piece of glass with maybe copper in it embedded huh. in the glass does it does it sound like it kind of matches the design of the switch no no i mean it's it looks like it's got the same sort of like weird flare for magic item design but it doesn't look like it fits in the switch at all is it mm. a flashlight <laughs> <laughs> it is not mm. Obviously, hand that to Glanville. Oh, see, see. Oh, see. Um, it's a, magic, it's a magic, weird magic, glass magic, copper magic. thing. <laughs> it is magical. Mm. Uh, it seems to be some kind of. Uh, the aura is universal. Mm. It seems to be some kind of battery, for lack of a better word. Sure. Hmm. I think we need to find some place to put this in. Well, I want to open up, uh, see if that key fits that last lock we encountered. Mm-hmm. Oh, over here in the bar? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we've got to it... check out that bed. Uh, it does not fit in the bar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let us return Let us return back to the, the room with all the beds before we press on. All right. Mm-hmm. This hidden room stuff is making Vincenza real antsy. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely wants to get out of here. <laughs> Mysteries are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you do go forth from the north, shake out the comforter, and it feels like there's something sewn into the comforter itself. (gasps) And we'll hold off there. The adventure continues next week. No Direction Adventurous is a production of the No Direction Network, found at nodirectionpodcast.com. Adventurous plays on the Roll20 virtual tabletop and uses the War for the Crown Adventure Path Roll20 products provided by and available at Roll20.net. Sirenscape provided our theme song and background music. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. And thank you once again to our loyal patrons. If you would like to know more, check out Patreon.com slash NoDirection.